Welcome to the Living Waters Church Sunday Sermon. Abraham simply believed what God spoke. He, he didn't wrestle left or right. He didn't waver in it. He said, if God said it, then it's so. With Pastor Jay Petty. Every day of your life, it was meant for the church to walk by faith from one day to the next, from one circumstance to the next, from one incident to the next. We are to walk by believing that in what the Word of God tells us. Join us here each week for the Living Waters Church Sunday Sermon Podcast. He began to praise God for what God told him. He began to give him glory. He honored him in the midst of God, if you said it, then it's so. Now, let's join Pastor Jay Petty for this week's Sunday sermon. Faith isn't what you see or what you feel. You have to understand that it's not about the natural surroundings in which we live. Everything around you will always tell you the opposite of what God promises or what God indicates for each of us. Then it is the thing is that circumstances want to make us Make a decision, not a decision for God, but a decision to either try to accomplish it ourselves or try to fix it ourselves or try to do something with it. And that's not really what God had intended about faith. See, this whole thing about Christianity is based upon one simple truth of faith faith in Jesus Christ, faith in the Word of God, what God does. And so faith is central to our walk, God, on a day-to-day basis. Look around you and you see the circumstances around you. You can't, you can't focus on those things because if you do, it's going to rob you of your faith. It's going to rob you of what God wants to do. Abraham had to wait 25 years for the fulfillment of the promise of God to him. But yet, he believed God. He believed that if God then it was so. And so in the midst of all of this, when we're walking through life, we're going to come up against many different kinds of things. Sorry, it's just the way it is. We're going to find them in our marriage. We're going to find them in our finances. We're going to find them in the places we work. We're going to find it in our relationships with others. There's always going to be something. Always. But faith is supposed to carry us through. We're not supposed to be looking with these eyes. We're supposed to be looking with the eyes of faith. Paul said, it's not what we see. It's with with our eyes, but it's what we believe in our heart. That's where I want to begin this morning. Simple message this morning. Romans 4, 13. For the promise that he would be an heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through a righteousness of faith. In other words, God says, you can't earn this. You can't earn anything I'm going to give you because it's unmerited. Nobody can earn this. That's the simple thing about all of faith is is that it is a work of God. All God ever asked us to do is just to believe. Jesus said the work of God is to believe in the one he sent. To believe. To believe in the work that Jesus did. Believe in the words he spoke. Believe in the miracles that he performed. Believe. Look at the word and believe. The Holy Spirit is always, always is going to uh, 
reinforce the Word of God. Always. He's never going to step outside of that. So when he begins to urge us to make a stand in our life, no matter what the circumstances are, make our stand in life. He wants us to do it by faith. Abraham believed the promise. Your righteousness comes through a promise of faith. In other words, you believe. You believe in God the Father. You believe in Jesus Christ. You believe in the Holy Spirit and that he's given us new life. You believe it. You believe it. See, and, and that's the power of salvation. That's the power of moving mountains is believing, believing what the Word of God tells us is true. Abraham simply believed what God spoke. He didn't, he, he didn't wrestle left or right. He didn't waver in it. He said, if God said it, then it's so. I, you know, we like that word. If uh, Say whatever you say, mean what you say, and do what you say. Well, that's who God is. He means what he said. He means what he says now. He doesn't change. And his word doesn't change. See, if we're going to try to get it through obeying the law, and that's what it says, for those who are of the law uh, are heirs, faith is made void and has no effect. Ain't going to change nothing. You're still going to struggle because it's all about you. It's all about you trying to get there. It's all about you trying to accomplish it. It's all, you, it's all about you trying to make it happen. Because the law brings wrath. That's all it does. It brings condemnation. It reveals sin. It makes it harder for us to live a guiltless free life. But where there is no law, there is neither no transgression. You got to step out of one covenant and get into the other. You got to get under the blood. You got to get into the things of the word of God, what God has proclaimed for you and me. If you're ever going to walk free of the things that are holding you. It's going to take faith to shake the chains that the enemy's trying to put on you. Or the things that you're trying to walk through. And everything that you're trying to walk to says that ain't going to happen. As long as you keep your eyes on those things, it will never happen. What God never told you to look at the circumstance or the problem. He says, look at me. Look at my word. Look at what I promise. Keep your eyes on those things by faith. When we begin to look at Jesus and we keep our eyes on Jesus and we follow Jesus, we find our pathway through whatever comes our way, no matter what it is. We find a pathway to peace. We find a pathway to praise and honor. We find the pathway that brings us complete victory in our life. Only as long as you keep your eyes in the right place. Peter saw the waves. He saw the wind. 
and the and the waves caused fear, and he began to go down. Now look at look at very simple truth. What did he see first? He saw with the natural eyes, and he began to see the wind, and it was blowing, blowing, blowing. He took his eyes off the one that said he could do it. He took his eyes off the one that said, come to me. And he began to take his eyes and he looked all around him at all the circumstances that said, you can't do this. And he began to feel the fear of drowning. He saw the waves. They started cutting. They started hitting against him. And he took his complete focus off of Jesus and what Jesus had promised him and what Jesus had said. And the moment he did that, he began to sink. And that's what happens to us. We begin to look with our eyes. Well, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. It looks like, look, 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 look. You know, I'm good. Oh, I become overwhelmed with all that. And the next thing we begin to do is doubt. Fear takes its place and we begin to go down. And our faith just goes out the window. God, uh, well, in Romans 3.24 says, being justified freely by grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. Now, what, it's a simple little message that grace is unmerited in this case. You, it's, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve anything from God. You don't deserve the redemption of God. You don't deserve the salvation of God. You don't deserve the Holy Spirit of God. But in grace, God says, I love you, and I'm going to give it to you anyway. It's a free gift. So my son went to the cross. He died to purchase you, to purchase your life, to purchase your walk, to purchase your direction in him. But it's in him. It's not in any place else. And it's all by grace. Because I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've said. I don't care what, how you treated people. I'm going to love you anyway. And I'm going to give you something that you could never get yourself. I'm going to give you the life of God. I'm going to give you the spirit of God. I'm going to give you the salvation of God. I'm going to give you everything. Why is it so hard for us to believe that? We beat ourselves up if we make one mistake. We strive so hard to be so good and so perfect in our walk with God. And we fail and then we beat ourselves up. And we tell God, we'll never do that again. I'm sorry, God, I'll never do that again. I'll never act that way again. And the next thing you know, you're doing the very same thing. Why? Because it's all about you. Amen. You're trying to earn something that you cannot earn. And because you cannot earn it, God knows that. You got this stupid flesh. And as long as you got this stupid flesh, you're going you're to mess it up. And God says, my grace covers it. It says, when you're weak, confess it. 
When you fail, confess it. Say, God, I thank you because I failed. I thank you because I'm weak. I thank you. I thank you. I, Lord, I give you praise for it. Lord, I, I really messed it up this time, but I'm going to honor you in it, Lord, because I just don't get it. God runs to that. And in the midst of that, when he runs, he gives you what you have need of to walk in that place. You cannot do this without God. Amen. Doesn't work. So you live your half your Christian life as miserable. Because you're always trying to improve yourself. Instead of saying, God, you got me. You got me. And your grace covers me. And no matter what, you love me. And you'll never stop loving me. In Romans 1, 16, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone that believes. That's all he's asking you to do is believe me. Believe what my son has done for you. Believe what you see in the book, in the Bible. Look at his life. Believe those things. It's not up to you to perform anything. God's not asking you to perform anything. He's asking you to believe. That takes all the pressure off of you to perform some kind of religious thing in your life. Yeah, I'm a righteous man. <laughs> yeah, sure you are. You're righteous because of Jesus. That's the only reason. Amen. That's right. See, for in the righteousness God is revealed from faith to faith. As is written, the just. You know what that means, just? It means acquitted. It means acquitted of all the charges of all the bad things and good things and everything you ever did. All the, everything means that you are acquitted. And God says, you're free. You know, it's not like when you go up to judge, you know, and the, you're, you, you, uh, you, you know, you didn't do it and everybody says you did and you got a good lawyer and that lawyer comes in and he proves the fact that you didn't do it and the judge hits that gavel and he says, he says, all charges dropped. When you came to Jesus by faith, all charges were dropped. His gavel hit and he says, it's done. Don't go back there anymore. Don't live there anymore. Let's walk by faith now. Every day of your life, it was meant for the church to walk by faith from one day to the next, from one circumstance to the next, from one incident to the next. We are to walk by believing that in what the Word of God tells us, Amen. that we are the sons of God, that we are the children of God, that, we, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. All the things that you read in that good book that tells you who you are, we're supposed to believe those things and walk in those things and stay there. Amen. We're supposed to be people of peace, people of joy, people of love. In fact, we're supposed to be revealing the glory of God through our life. Come on. Reflected glory. 
But you're never going to do that when you're holding, trying, striving, blah, 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 over and over. How many of you fight depression? You don't have to raise your hand. Just a question. Depression comes from a little simple thing. Your mind. And what it simply means is that you're thinking about things you shouldn't be thinking about. Something happened and you're thinking about it. Someone said something to you, you're thinking about it. You looked in the mirror and you started thinking about it. Man, I used to be like, look at me now. And we start thinking about stuff that we shouldn't even be thinking about. Why? Because we've been bought with a price and we belong to him. None of those things are true in him. They're only true in your eyes and the things that you see, which make you feel what you feel about yourself. And you're trying to overcome yourself. Guess what? Ain't going to happen. If you want something to change in your life, do it by faith. Realizing that God doesn't hold anything against you. God doesn't have a finger of condemnation on you. He set you free. What that means is I get to live for him completely. I get to follow him completely. But the only way I can do that is by faith. You were meant to be a people of faith. You were meant to be a people who walk by faith. You are meant to live this life as one who just believes what God's promises are and what God has said to you. When you read his word and, and all of a sudden the thing you're reading, man, it just grips your heart and you go, wow, man, that's overwhelming. And all it is is the spirit of God making that word of God real in you. And he wants you to hold on to that. And he wants you to live in that. We're going back to Egypt. Romans 4.16 Therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not only those of the law, but those who are of the faith of Abraham. Who is the father of us all? Now, you want to live by an example in the Bible outside of Jesus? Go back and study the life of Abraham. You know what it said? God spoke it. He believed it. God said it. He did it. No matter what it was, he just, he just believed that whatever God said, that's what he was going to do. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? For every situation in your life, for every problem that you have, the Word of God has an answer to. Jesus said there's nothing impossible to them that believe. And simply what it means, if you believe it, if you honestly believe it, it's possible. 
He meant you to get up in the morning and say, Father, I praise you and I give you glory and honor. Father, I just stand here and I just want to thank you for this day and all that's in it, Lord. Father, as I walk down this road, I know that, God, you're with me, and I know that the Holy Spirit is going to direct my path. And I know, Lord, that things are going to come in my pathway. It's going to try to stop me. But, God, I just pray that you would give me the, the vision, and I pray that you would give me the, the ability to see those things and to continue to walk in the thing that you have set in my heart today to accomplish that very purpose, God. I, I pray that, Lord. And when you start to walk out that day and those things come, you say, in the name of Jesus. I don't believe those things. I believe what he has told me. I'm walking according to what his word speaks to me. We'll live that way every day. We'd be growing in grace. We'd be becoming mighty, mighty giants in the things of God. If you think you're not going to have stuff come against you, that's not going to happen. It is going to come against you. Sometimes it's going to sideswipe you. Sometimes it's going to come out of a place that you didn't even know existed. And yet God knows all about it already. And God already has a plan in the midst of it. And God has a way through it. It's so simple. We make it so hard. You know why? Because we want to see it and we want to feel it. When I came out of the hospital, I just couldn't shake it. I tried to preach and I just couldn't get it out. I just felt so constrained and I didn't even know what it was. And I had this feeling in me. I kept praying and asking God, what is this? What is this? What's going on? Never had this problem. Lord, I, what is this? One day I was sitting in my office and I was just praying. And God says, you're trying to fill it. It's not about feeling. Never was. When I said, God, you know, your word declares to me that you're here. And when I said that, everything broke. It was gone. Why? Because God didn't want me to try to feel my way through it. God wanted me to simply believe what he told me his word is. And he says, I'm there. I'm always there. I'm present always in your life. No matter what you walk through, I'm there. Whether you feel me or not, I'm there. That's really the truth of it all, see. Um, here's how it works as it is written I've made you the father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed God who calls God who calls those things are not as though they are see that's what faith is faith is never something that you see it doesn't even exist It's when you begin to know in your heart that God has given it to you. That's the only assurance you'll ever get is right here. It's what you know. It's what you know. I know God's got this, so I'm going to trust him. 
God, it's yours. I give you honor for it, Lord. I thank you in the midst of it. I don't know what's going to come of it, Lord, but I praise you and I thank you. And, I, and Lord, I'm just going to trust that you'll work it out. I'm not going to look with what I see or feel with what I feel. I'm just going to trust you, Lord, because that's the only place I can stand. Now, it's going to be hard for some of us to get in that boat and say, God, this is where I'm going to stand at. I'm not going to the left. I'm not going to the right. But, Lord, I'm just going to go where you're going. I'm just going to go where you're leading. And as you lead me, Lord, I'll take those steps. And as you speak to me, Lord, those are the things I'll believe. That's going to be a lot harder to do. Because as human beings, we are so ingrained to base everything how we see it. And how we feel it. And it will rob you. It will rob you of what God's trying to do in your life. Romans 4.18 says, On contrary to hope, he believed, so that he became the father of many nations. According to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. You know what Abraham focused on? He focused on what God told him. He didn't focus on anything else. He didn't focus on the circumstances in which he lived. He didn't focus on the circumstances about any of those things. He didn't put any kind of feeling into it at all. He says, this is what it says. This is what he spoke to me. He said, so shall your descendants be. And as he began to meditate on that and focus on that and begin to pray about that, when he began to give God glory about that, he was so convinced that no matter what, God was going to do exactly what God said he would do. Give him a son. And through him, who would be an heir to the world. That's pretty rough, isn't it? When your whole world's crumbling around you and, and you, all you have is this one little word that God has given you. That's where the test of faith is going to lay at, is in that one little word that God has given you. And he says to you, he says this one word to you. And everything's pushing this way and this way and this way. Everything's pushing in around you. Everything says it's going to do this and do that. And you're going to say, Lord, but this is what your word says. So, Lord, this is where I'm going to stand. Lord, I'm not going to move to the left or to the right. I'm just going to believe you, Lord. I believe in God the Father. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in the Holy Spirit who has given us this life. I believe. 
See, that's the one thing that God's trying to get out of you. I believe, Lord. I believe you, Father. I believe you, Lord Jesus. I believe what the Holy Spirit is indicating, Lord Jesus. I believe the Word of God, Lord. I believe that thing, Lord. That's where I'm going to stand. How did Paul, I mean, how did Abraham stand in that place? The scripture says that he gave glory to God. And that word means worship, honor, and praise. And so in the midst of this, by waxing strong, by making his faith grow, by becoming completely convinced, he began to praise God for what God told him. He began to give him glory. He honored him in the midst of it. God, if you said it, then it's so. And so, Lord, I just want to worship you in the truth. Lord, I just want to worship you in the midst as I bow my head. Lord, and I worship you. I love you, God. I love you, God. I love your presence, Lord. I love your word, Lord. I love your truth, Lord. I just begin to lift your holy name, Lord. I begin to sing the song of praise and adoration before God and saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you because you hear me. When he raised Lazarus from the dead, the one thing he said before he did anything, he says, Father, thank you, because you always hear me. It wasn't for his benefit, that's for ours. It's nothing like getting into the presence of God to fight a spiritual battle. It's not like turning on the, the worship of God or the praise of God and just start singing with it and praising with it and giving God glory in the midst of it. Pretty quick, you know, you just begin to feel the presence of the Lord. Just He begins to fall around you. Next thing you know, you're weeping and crying and you're bawling. He's, but you're so filled with such wonder and magnificence. Next thing you know, when you get out from underneath that thing, you know what happens? You're so strong. God, you got this. I know you got this. God, I know you're going to take care of this thing. God, I know you're going to move this mountain. I know that, Lord. Amen. Do you know what you do? Oh, no, I'm not saying you do it, but I'm saying this is what humankind does. Man, do you see what that person said? Do you see what that person did? Blah, 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 blah. Can't you see it? Can't you feel it? Come on, join me. <laughs> and we rob ourselves instead of saying, okay, Lord, I'm going to go to my prayer closet. I'm going to shut the door. I love my music, Lord, so I'm going to turn that on. I'm going to turn it up loud. And God, I'm just going to give you glory. I'm just going to give you glory, Lord. I'm going to sing to you, and I'm going to praise you, and I'm going to worship you. I'm going to stand and shout. I'm going to scream. I'm going to clap. I'm going to do whatever in that place, God. It beats getting caught up in that grumpy, complaining. Got to tell somebody else how bad my world is. Instead of robbing my faith, it strengthens my faith. And you say, God, I don't know how you're going to do it. But God, I know you are. See, it's here. 
when you know it here, when you know it in your heart, and you come out of there and you say, Lord, I know it. God, I know you got this. I don't know how, Lord. I don't know when. I don't know where. But I know you got this. So, Lord, I declare, I declare that your word is true to me. My friends, faith is the place where you have to learn how to walk. It's not going to be on the negative side. If you're going to go negative, you're never going to live there. You're never going to find it. You're never going to find the peace or the joy in the midst of it. You know what my favorite saying is, right? Get rid of it. Because as long as you're holding on to it, God can't do what he needs to do in you. All that garbage, just feel, 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 feel. I feel overwhelmed. By, oh, man. I'm depressed, God. Oh, God, so help me, save me. Oh, God, I'm in trouble. Oh, God. That's what we do. We scream and cry, moan and groan. And God says, come on, man, I'm tired of listening to you. You know, that's, I, when I used to go there in that position and I began to talk that way, I'd start complaining. And God said, wait a minute. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. That's what he'd say to me. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your complaining. I don't want to hear your griping. After a while, you begin to realize God didn't like that. It's not faith anyway. Every day, every day, we have an opportunity to live that way. You're going to have to allow God, the Holy Spirit, through his word, to guide you in your footsteps. It's never going to come out the way you think anyway. So quit trying to think you, you got it planned out because you don't. God has it planned out. And as you walk it out, he'll give you the directions. He'll show you where to step. He'll show you what to do. He'll reveal things to you on the journey. Faith is a journey. It's, it's not a destination. It's a journey through life. When you begin to live that way, then you begin to experience the joy and the peace of God daily. When you got peace, you know what happens? You really don't care anyway. So what? That peace means more to me than all this other nonsense anyway. You got me, God. And you know what you do? You laugh. You get some joy in your life. And you, you start laughing at it. Start laughing at the circuit. This is stupid. <laughs> Where did this come from? Really? <laughs> Get out of my face. I don't want to even hear it. <laughs> the point that God is trying to get across to us is that we have to learn how to live the way he needs us to live. Because the abundance of the inheritance of the saints is in what he's given us. 
and what he's given us, he really wants us to walk in and live in. To become the people of God. When people look at us and they go, man, you're weird, dude. Why are you so happy? What's wrong with you? I got Jesus, man. My world is full. <laughs> and nothing, there's nothing that God can't fix if we'll do it his way. Nothing. But don't think you're in control of it. You're not in control of anything. He is. Let go of the reins. Quit thinking you're driving this car. You're not. You're driving it into a ditch. And God's trying to drive it where? Exactly where you need to go. God knows your life. He knows your heart. He knows everything about you. And he knows exactly what needs to happen in your life. And that's where he's trying to get you. Some things he's saying, let it go. You know, God's never going to judge you or condemn you. You're redeemed. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. There is no judgment here. We're blood-bought, blood-washed. We belong to God. And every time anyone comes to accuse us, Jesus said, he belongs to me. He's blood-bought. He's blood-washed. So let it go. Get free. He said, God, I'm ready. I'm ready to walk with you. I'm ready to go where you want me to go. I'm ready to live my life the way you want me to live it. And Lord, I do know and I do believe, Lord, that is by believing the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today here at the Living Waters Church in Globe, Arizona. We hope you enjoyed the message by Pastor Jay Petty. May you have a great week and may everything you do be blessed by God.